The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Saturday. It's Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Are you going to throw another party today? Not today. <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm still recovering from last week's. Oh, boy. That's a, that lot, a lot of work. Of, well, it was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad because if it's a lot of work, but it equals a lot of fun. No, I actually had a lot of fun, too. It was so good to see clients from years ago. I mean, there was just, it was really fun. And uh, like, I'm going to compliment you on the food. It was excellent. And in fact, you served coleslaw with this, right? And I'm yes. not a I'm not a coleslaw fan, and I found out Scott's not a coleslaw fan. Oh either. my gosh, Scott was going crazy. He's like, "Why <laughs> are you?" Ma-? I said, "You cannot have a pig roast or pulled pork and not have coleslaw." And he's like, "No one's going to eat this." I hate to tell you, honey, but we went through six <laughs> gallons of it. <laughs> it you know, and like I say, I'm not a big fan, but that was actually really good coleslaw. It was. Um, pineapple it was hawaiian oh, to go with the thing so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. well i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah i thought everything the pork was so juicy and tender and i just thought everything turned out really good but the best thing was which i had absolutely no control over was the weather could not <laughs> have been more perfect and we had uh, approximately 400 guests which was a really good turnout and we had a lot of fun with the games, the bingo and the limbo and the, oh, whatever. They were doing a hula hoop contest. And then we had a little ducky pond for the kids. I think we gave out, um, well, I mean, I know we did, 10 uh, prizes at bingo were the nothing bunt cakes because we just love our partnership with them. We, we love to pick up their product and give it out to our clients. And same with uh, crumble cookies. So we had some cakes and cookies for bingo prizes. And then we had $1,000 worth of gift cards that we used for prizes throughout the day and the drawings every half hour. But the grand prize, of course, is what drew our crowd that day. Oh, yeah. So for for listeners that missed it, we <laughs> gave away a uh, completely paid Hawaiian vacation, including airfare, at a five-star resort in Maui. Man. And the lucky winners were Corey, well, Corey Sersley and, of course, his wife by default. So Corey and Simone Sersley um, won the trip to Hawaii, and they are beyond excited. Well, I imagine, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I even saw you on Facebook Live making the announcement. Well, you know, I was trying to figure out what's the best way because it wasn't a party where it was an open house style thing. You know, it was one to four. So you certainly didn't have to stay all day. And people have things to do. We get it. And we didn't want people to feel like they had to come at the end of the day. So it was certainly not a must be present to win, just must be present to register. Right. And then. A lot of people did wait around because they wanted to see the drawing. So I thought, well, all right, we'll wait until about 10 minutes after four. So we don't miss somebody trying to get in on the, you know, get in on the registration. And then we did it Facebook Live. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And you mentioned the weather. You failed to mention that the forecast for the day was 
pretty oh. doom and gloom. <laughs> oh, it was supposed to be horrible. And everybody kept saying, do we have a backup plan for rain? And I'm like, bring your raincoats, bring your umbrellas. We don't really have a backup plan. But we didn't need one in the end. No, it turned the out sun to be was just out. perfect. And our team was amazing. Do you know that we had almost a 100% attendance at that thing. And they were all working together, setting up and cleaning up. And it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, we'll so, definitely, it'll definitely be back next year. Okay, that was my question. Not yes. this week, but next year. Not this week, but next <laughs> year. Back by popular demand will be the Gwaltney Group Customer Appreciation Luau. And once again, we will give away a fabulous vacation to Hawaii. Hawaii. I look forward to it. It was a lot of fun. We'll be there again next year as well. Awesome. Awesome. Next year, I'm going to win. Oh, I'm not going to win. My son will win. How's that? Well, you can win because maybe by now, maybe between now and then, you <laughs> will uh, you'll sell a house. Who knows? Never know. If you didn't stay in your house for 100 years, you'd I have know. a chance. <laughs> I told you, we, we moved into the Hotel California. You can never leave. <laughs> how, how many years have you been in your house? It's coming up on 32. Nice. And well, the, the cul-de-sac that we live in, Yeah. There's, a, there's five of us who have been there 32 years. And now your son has moved in, so that's yeah, he's awesome. He's moved into one. <laughs> one of the few that's that awesome. moved. Yeah, yeah moved that's so that great. House. That is so. That says a lot about a neighborhood. That's for sure. Yeah. I have I have another friend about our age that same story. You know, her and her husband bought what they thought was going to be their first home, and here they are, thirty five years later, still yeah. living there and loving all their neighbors, loving their little cul de sac. Just they just they're like, we can't move. So there you go. Hotel yeah, we even California. have. We have one bachelor who lives in the neighborhood, and he moved in the same time. You know, thirty uh, thirty years ago or so. And he, when he moved in, he was bragging, I'm going to live here two years. I'm going to sell this house and flip it and buy another house and move. <laughs> He's still there. He's still there. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so, you know, there's something to be said about knowing your neighbors and knowing um, what's going on in the houses because if somebody does move into the neighborhood – that new neighbor is going to know everything that's ever occurred in yeah. that house. I one time <laughs> sold a house, and I am going somewhere with this, but I one time sold a house, and um, they, of course, put on the disclosures that there was absolutely never any water in the basement. And so my buyers were super <laughs> excited. They bought the house. First spring came along, and they called me, and they were devastated. They said, Robin, our basement is flooded. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, I didn't have the listing. I had the buyer. So I called to the other real estate company that had the listing and they said, well, we can't really do anything about it. Those sellers have moved out of state. So it's, you know, basically your buyer's problem. Well, oh. I did not, I did not like that answer. So I made it my problem and we got somebody over there to clean up that water and get that basement dried out. Well, as they're pulling out the carpet and the pad, there were three neighbors that came over and said, oh, no, not another flood. Oh. And it's like, another? Excuse me? So I found an article this week that I almost fell off my chair when I read it. I hope this is, doesn't really pertain to our market, but I think it's a national thing. But check this out. A survey says 94 percent of sellers do not disclose property defects really 
They admit hiding a known issue with the home, which is against the law. These are the 13 most common problems buyers find after closing a transaction. Because, of course, what was happening in the big in the big craziness is everybody was waiving the inspection. So mm -hmm. if they but you still have the, to disclose, though, right? Well, yes, you do. But I'm saying that if they didn't disclose it and the buyer had an inspection, the inspector may be able to uncover mm. it, you know, depending on what the issue is. But I, I'm like 94% of people admit that they hid something. That is horrible. Okay. What kind of stuff are you required to disclose? I mean, I, just, I don't any, know. Yeah. Any material fact. Okay. So if I come to list your house, I say, think hard and remember anything that ever caused you any kind of an inconvenience at all. So if one time... Um, the kids overran the bathtub and the water went all over the floor and the carpet got wet or it came through to the level below it, disclose it. I mean, anything that ever happened out of the norm, okay? okay? So there are questions to direct people, like has there ever been any damage to the wall coverings, the floor coverings? Has there any been any water? Is there any seepage or leakage? I mean, the questions are there to prompt a person's memory so that they can't just say, oh gosh, I didn't even think that that was something I should disclose. Sure. So when I go to list a house, I go in and I tell people, over disclose, 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 disclose. Anything you know, you disclose. I think I might have spoke about this on one radio show, but I had a um, bad review once, and I'm in mean a bad review. Like they gave me one star or zero stars or something, and they said that my seller had had water in the basement, and that my seller knew she had water in the basement, and that I knew she had water in the basement, and that I told her not to disclose it. And I almost went through the roof. I mean, I, I was ready to sue this person. I was so angry. And so I called an attorney and I'm like, this is not right. I want to sue this person. And he's like, let it go. Just Robin, it'll get buried. People are crazy. Well, then he looked that guy up and that guy had done like 99 negative reviews, like to the oh. Jimmy John delivery guy. <laughs> I mean, like he just was just a really negative guy. Well, the sad thing is there was never any water in the basement. And his claim was that because they took the carpet out and along the tack strip, there was like little discoloration around the nail heads. And so he thought that meant that the basement had been wet. <gasps> but the, the carpet layer told me that sometimes, um, especially in Minnesota, if somebody's not using the basement and they don't um, use a dehumidifier, sometimes humidity will, you know, it'll there'll be humidity, and that's kind of where it will draw, you know, sure. like go through the car. And, and well, he's the nails, like, yeah. And he's like, I can tell you right now, this wood has never been wet. And I'm like, oh, my God. It it was really maddening, but what can you do? You know, it de I was devastated because I am so used to getting five-star reviews and people ranting and raving about my service. And when I read that, I literally cried. I was like, this is terrible. And it was all made up and it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard to take. So I take it water issues are probably the number one oh, yeah, issue that because, arises. Oh my gosh. If you've ever had water in your house, it is such a 
It is so terrible. And so, yes, I always tell people, listen, even if it's only seeped in one little corner and you only saw one little circle the size of a silver dollar, disclose it. Just disclose it, disclose it, disclose it, disclose it. Don't hide anything. Because you know what? Every house has issues. I mean, maybe a window got broken and you replaced it or maybe the, I mean, whatever has happened, just put it on there. That's it. Boy, oh boy, they'd be alive there a long time away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 32 the thing, years, there have been some, some <laughs> things that have happened. You might start taking notes now, so when it's time to sell it, you, you can refer back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do, do I have to disclose ghosts? I'm kidding. Uh, you know what? Some people buy a house and pay more because of ghosts. Okay. <laughs> Robin, I'll we tell you a to... funny story about that later. Okay. I'll, I'm going to remind you. We have to take okay. a break. Okay. And we'll be right back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Okay, I was going to remind you later, but I can't wait. <laughs> so. It's funny. Um, so I had a house listed out in Zambrota. And it was an old house, a beautiful old two-story house with lots of cool characteristics. And I had a real estate agent. People are not even going to believe this is true, but this is true. I had a real estate agent from the cities uh, schedule an appointment to come down and show it. And so um, I called her and I said, how did the showing go? And she said, well, the house was really nice, but I really... Um, angered the the spirits that live there, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And she goes, yeah, um, one of the spirits in the house did not want me there clearly, and uh, it shoved me down the staircase, oh my and gosh. so I hurt my ankle. And I was thinking, is she joking me or is she serious? <laughs> so I was like, um, I don't even know how to respond to that. And she goes, it's not the first time I've been in a house with spirits and everybody maybe can't tell that they're there, but I can. And I'm just going to tell you, it's not going to affect the buyer's decision, but um, these spirits are not excited about new homeowners. And I'm like, okay. So I thought that was the end of it. She called back about a week later and said she wanted to come back. And I said, okay. And so I had to meet her there because she didn't have the right lockbox to open the door. And I got there, and this full-blown, successful, licensed realtor was wearing garlic around her neck. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? <laughs> she goes, well, this time I'm just going to go in there. I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, um, the people bought the house. I never heard of any spirits after that. But this realtor was 100% sure that the house was haunted. And that the ghost did not want a change of ownership. And she told the buyers that she was wearing the garlic? I would, or for, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she told the buyers that she obviously slipped and fell down the stairs. And she told the buyers that a spirit pushed her down the stairs. And 
the buyers probably thought, okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they believed it. I'm just telling you, I have a hard time believing that any ghost pushed her down the stairs. But maybe. Who knows? I've I've never had that happen to me. I'll just speak from my own experiences. I'm I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm not saying they do exist. Right. I mean, maybe they do, but I'm just saying I've never, I've never encountered that. Oh. So if I do, I'll be sure to talk about it here. Okay. Well, at least the lights weren't flashing, and then you would have had another disclosure oh, thing because that t- would have yeah. been electric. So, thing. yeah, so then this is true. I, I So I went to my broker, and I'm like, okay, so now um, this other agent has told me that the house is haunted, and he just looked at me like, stop it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. Is this a material fact? Is this something I should be putting on the disclosures? And he's like, yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to just let that one go. Oh, so, gosh. yeah, but there are things. You know, like sometimes people say um, – you know, someone died in the home. Do I have to disclose it? And if they died, you know, natural death in the home um, or a nonviolent death, sometimes, you know, people take their own sure. lives in their home. But if it's pills or, you know, if it's a nonviolent death, it does not have to be disclosed. If it was a violent death, and maybe it's because the violent death, um, I mean, I think it's just because people could have a hard feeling about it. Whatever, but but yeah, people crime scene or something like that. Yes, yes, yeah. So then it has to be then it has to be disclosed. And so yeah, there. I always tell people, you know, when you're filling out that disclosure, if you have any questions, just call me and I'll tell you what you need to disclose and what you don't. And if you're bringing it up to me, chances are you need to disclose it. Okay, but I imagine in Manorville, having ghosts in your home would be a selling point. You know what? Some people will honestly pay extra you know i sold the anderson house and i had people calling me asking me that's the oldest hotel in minnesota and it's in wabasha and i had people calling me and asking me is it true that it's haunted because if it is we're really interested and i'm like uh i don't know (laughs) i've not met any ghosts i've not if you want to come down and see for yourself if you can find any come on down so, I mean, I have heard from uh, several people that it That's is haunted. Interesting. But, yeah, but I, I can't tell you for a fact. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You asked me. I'm just going to tell you. Real- we should have saved this discussion closer to, Hall- to, closer to Halloween. We, t- we should have, darn it. Well, maybe I'll have some encounter between now and then. Okay, if you get pushed right. down some stairs. <laughs> I hope not. No, that would be my klutziness just tripping, but let's hope that doesn't happen. All right, so these are the things that people found after closing that were not disclosed, okay? Okay. 88% of, of the problems were electrical. So mm-hmm. people were darn well aware that there were certain outlets in their house that didn't work or certain switches that didn't work, but they chose not to disclose them. Um, plumbing, 58% of the people that hid something hid a plumbing issue. So there's a certain sink that drains really slow or a tub that drains really slow, you know, things like that. You need to disclose those things because sometimes they're minor. Sometimes they're major. Like sometimes it's tree roots that have gotten into the, you know, lines. I mean, it can be a big deal. Uh, exterior structures. I don't even know what that would mean. Garages or I don't know. Leaks. 54% of people uh, lied about leaks. Basements. Water damage. 46%. Heating and cooling. 43%. So what would that be? Like maybe you know darn well that Susie's bedroom upstairs is always hot. It never cools down. 
just put it on the disclosure. You know, just say there's one bedroom upstairs because then they'll know, okay, we'll probably have to get a window air conditioner for there or whatever. But just tell people what the issues are with your house so that they know what they're buying. Because people, if they find things that they didn't know about, it is really disheartening and they just kind of lose faith in the seller and they wonder what other things are being hidden. Oh, yeah. So. I can see, and I can see if you came up with a detailed list like that, they would just go, wow, look at this. This is right. This is fantastic. Right. And you say, you know, we did have a one time the dishwasher leaked and then we had to replace the flooring in the kitchen, but that's all been taken care of. It's never happened again since, you know, or whatever. And when you tell people the truth about what's happened to the house, everybody expects that there's been problems. But if they're buying a house that's had issues that have been addressed and, and disclosed, that actually gives people a sense of, uh, you know, security because they right. know we can trust these sellers. So there you go. I definitely can see that. Okay. All right. Is it I time to take a break? Or it not? is. I was just okay. going to say that. All right. So then I will start okay. this next little thing right. I was going to talk about. All right. So we'll do the break and we'll be right back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Right here on this Saturday morning with us on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, of course, with us. Um, this We often take this part of the show, Robin, to talk about some of your new listings. Is it okay to do that right now? Yes, I have some that I would really like to promote, so I think that's a great idea. Uh so you know the townhomes up by Mayo Clinic Northeast? There's a whole bunch of them that yes. were built by country. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we've got one that is listed for 452. It's 2268 Coral Court, and it's a four-bed, three-bath. It's got a two-car garage. It was built in 2004. Very nice looking. It's got stone on the exterior. It's got um, 1,735 square feet on the main, and it has another 1,128 below grade. That's so a big it's place. 2,863 square feet. So, I mean, it's it's a like a big house, but what's nice about it, of course, is it's Zero entry, you know, main floor, everything that you would need is on the main, including the laundry. But if you do have adult children coming home or visitors coming for mail or whatever you might need bigger space for, you do have it in the lower level if if you want it, right? So it's really, it's perfect for people our age, Andy, <laughs> people who are thinking about I don't want to say downsizing because it's probably not smaller than a lot of people's houses and it's probably not cheaper, but let's just say right sizing, right? Making yeah. the move to the place that you can stay comfortably for the next 20 years. So you get rid of the mobility problems with the stairs, but plus you're right. in a ton. So I take it they do the shoveling and the Yes, there is an association. Yes, there is an association and... Um, they take care of all of that stuff. So that's really nice. And um, yeah, just a really nice place. So I think, um, 
I don't know that that's open this weekend, but certainly we'll get you in it if you want to see it. So it just came on the market yesterday. All right. So it's just one day on the market. Um, then we have one out in Dodge Center that's been on the market just about a week. It's 201 Fourth Ave Southeast. And this one is a three bed, two bath split with a two car garage. And this one is a total of 1,500 square feet, and it's 249.9. So nice that, in the sweet spot. That one in it, yeah, nice in that affordable home ownership uh, price range. Here is one that is on the market a week. This one is 316 6th Avenue Northwest, and it's 299.9. It's a four bed, two bath with a one car garage. It's an older house. This one was built in 1920. Cute house with a front porch. So that one's, um, yeah, two ninety nine nine. Is that the area they call Lower Town now? Oh, is that what they call it? I'm not I, sure. There's you're a, teaching me something. I think it is. I'll have to go out there and check it out because I know it's Cummings. It's Cummings signs. edition. It's Cummings edition, but I don't know if that's what they call it. Yeah, I guess I I've seen the uptown signs on the other side of um, Second Street, so I, I've just never noticed anything else. Oh. But yeah, that's where that is. A little dollhouse that I cannot believe hasn't sold. It's been on the market one week today, and it's one zero zero eight Fourth Street Southeast. And this one is a three bed, one bath for two oh nine nine. Ooh, right there. And a one car garage. Yeah, super cute. I mean, it is a little dollhouse. And you know, when I say I can't believe it hasn't sold, a week is still really quick in today's market. Okay. So bottom line is, is that uh, it's not that. Oh gosh, it's been sitting on the market for a week. It is it's that. Yeah, it's that. It's a week. <laughs> it's a week. Yes, exactly. So it will definitely sell. I'll chit-chat a little bit here. That's all the new listings I have. Okay. Um, I'll chit-chat. Do, do I have a couple of minutes or what do I have? Oh, about a minute or two, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just talk about this week's uh, peak at the mortgage rates, okay? Okay. 30-year 30 30 year fixed rate mortgages averaged 5.55. A mm -hmm. uh, 15-year fixed mortgage rate averaged 4.85, although I did have a client tell me they got one for 4.25. Um, a five-year adjustable rate averaged 4.36. So the rates are holding steady, you know, maybe maybe even dipping down just a little bit. But I think, and I'm not the only one who thinks, Lawrence Young, who is the economist rather for the National Association of Realtors, thinks that we've hit our bottom as far as things slowing down. And after the Labor Day holiday, we're going to see another surge in house buying because people are saying, okay, you know, things are settling down and the rates are kind of yeah. right here and they're probably not going to shoot up. So, and I, I agree. And I've been predicting that for the last few weeks that, um, this, these last quarter of the year will be a good one. All right. Well, I look forward to it. That's for sure. All right. Well, if oh. I can help you in that last quarter of the year, be sure to call me. And uh, my cell phone is the best way to get a hold of me. And that number is 507-259-4926. All right. Thank you so much, Robin. 
I look forward to chatting again next weekend. It's Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.